crotch Mike making crotch with Mike. All right. Oh, all right. All right, cool. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Cameron. A, I'm, just, I'm doing a non-representative sample of the whole planet. What's your favorite thing about Earth? Oh, uh, you know, I love that it's flat and the, the, the plosive sphere stops all with the radiation and it's totally the ice wall and the nations of the, our, the world are going to stop you if you go near the ice wall. Man, I'm very dumb for believing in flat Earth. Ha 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 ha. So funny. Well, what's your favorite thing about Earth? That's it. You know what mine is? What? Pussy. Yeah, I love pussy. Right, eight-year-old son? <laughs> Theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Mom and Dad. Mom and Dad. They love you until they don't. Mom and Dad. Mom and Dad. There's a stroller. Car's gonna hate your kid. Gonna get that house place a bit. Uh-oh, I got hit. It's a skid. Uh-oh-oh. It was bad. Yeah. Uh, yes. Cameron. Oh, first. Hello and welcome to the catastrophe section. My name is Aaron and with me as always is Cameron. All right, Cameron. I'm going to start today by saying we have fucked up. We How have, so? We have fucked up because uh, if you didn't know, this is a bad movie podcast. Yes. And we watched an amazing movie. So, well, um, I don't know if we fucked up. We watched something that other people might consider to be bad. I guess, but I I don't know, man. It was fucking great. I so, loved like, it. Yeah, I Spoilers, absolutely but. loved it. So I think we fucked up. <laughs> We're supposed to watch garbage. I mean, this was amazing. I don't know. Having a break from watching soul-crushing Drek is actually kind of nice. Well... Yes, and it does kind of fit in the wheelhouse of like a B movie and all that. And yes, and we're both huge fans of uh, Mark Neveldin and Brian Taylor. For those that yes. don't know, they are uh, they did not both do this movie. Brian Taylor wrote and directed this, but when they worked together before this, they made Crank, Crank Two, High Voltage, uh, Ghost Rider, Spirit of Spirit Vengeance. Of Vengeance but, I yep. but I hardly know her. Uh, gamer. What else? Pathology. Yeah. But yeah, so they, they're known for making like bonkers gonzo. Um, yeah, absurd over the things. top. Yes. And so yeah. this movie is definitely in their um, ethos. Yeah, no, it's totally their thing. Yes. It's their, it's, it's, it's exactly how they do things always. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so this movie is about um, pussy, pussy, massively about pussy. No, um, oh, for the for those that don't know, we before we get into mom and dad, we watched a great bad movie that we have to recommend called oh, what no. is it? The space between us. Or? Oh yeah, the space between us was also amazing. It's about this boy who. Yeah, we we did born. that when uh, when we we were not doing an episode on that, but holy shit, recommend that as a garbage film. <laughs> that same and guy collateral who did beauty. Uh, yeah, collateral beauty. It's the same writer, and holy yeah. shit, both of those. I think space between us was way dumber, but yeah, 
Where the oh, Mar- yeah. And where the Mars boy has to go back to Mars because his Mars bones aren't Marsy or some bullshit. And he falls in love. Yeah, yep, and Gary that's... old man is an old man and there. And then he's like, I'm your father. And then the kid goes back to Mars with him. Ooh, yeah. It's yeah. writer Alan Loeb. We might have to go into um, mm, yeah, no, he's he is a well to return to. The space between us. Well, the reason that we said like have the that joke that's kind of profane is because he has never been to Earth, and so he asks everybody on screen, yep. "What's your favorite thing about Earth?" Yep, and everyone's like, "I don't know. I guess I like this." But throughout the film, we're just like, "What's your favorite film?" And everyone's just like, "Pussy." Yep. <laughs> What's your favorite thing about Earth? Oh, I don't know. The sky's pretty great, but I'd have to say pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Even the women, definitely pussy. A hundred percent. My favorite thing about Earth is pussy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so watch that and play the favorite thing about Earth is pussy game. Because it's yes. really because it happens so often. He asks young kids, old men, teenagers, adults. And it's just, it's very good. And there's also this really awful scene where he's in Vegas or something. And yeah. he starts to, um, I don't know, deteriorate physically. And he sees like this black family and he's just like, oh no, what oh, are they? Oh <laughs> yeah, just poor timing. <laughs> Looks like he's just, oh God, I've never seen black people before. Ah, help. His mind just can't handle like an integrated society. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he knew about him on Mars. He just couldn't handle him when he got there. <laughs> when he wakes up from in the hospital, he's like, "Tell me, can they vote?" <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that movie so, was great. Alan Loeb's other credits were uh, this movie called "The Only Living Boy in New York" that came out last year, which we probably uh, also should Beauty. watch. Here comes the boom. Oh boy. The Kevin James movie, the dilemma, the whole should I tell m- my friend that his wife is banging some other guy? Oh, yeah. The Switch from 2010, uh, Rock of Ages, just to go with it, an Adam Sandler movie. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, uh, the Switch, Wall Street, Money Never Sleeps. <laughs> you know, that great movie. Everyone's favorite sequel. It's like up there with The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Or is it more like Major League Two? Yeah, Major League Two. You know, that movie that everyone remembers. Major League Two, Major League Three. <laughs> hey, Aaron, you know what movie I hate in retrospect before we get into Mom and Dad? Sure. <laughs> Darkest Hour. Why? <laughs> because it's such an like it's such an Oscar movie where it is a hundred percent Oscar bait. Putting a fat suit on and his dialogue is basically just an amalgamation of peace Hitler. We will not appease Hitler. Yeah, no, that's absolutely <laughs> true. <laughs> and just in retrospect, I'm like, Gary Oldman is going to win best actor for that performance. God, I hope not. And you know that time that Winston Churchill went down and took the subway and pulled a small sample of the common folk to decide his war policy. Yep. That's how that works. Didn't you know? But yeah, don't see it. Or do you see it? I don't know. Nah, whatever. Dunkirk was better. Dunkirk was very good. 
I don't think it holds up after uh holds up on like home screens. Like in theater, absolutely. But like on your TV, it's probably not that good. I don't know. Maybe. But yeah. Um I'm just sick of historical biopics that follow the same exact formula for everything. Well, yeah. Especially the brilliant white guy who everyone just has to appease. Yeah. <laughs> that like also, uh, what's that other movie that came out with the tortured white artist that that everyone Oh, liking? Phantom Thread. Yeah. I haven't seen exactly it. Exactly the but same. That's movie. what I've heard, so yeah. Well, it's an exquisitely made film, so I'd recommend seeing it for that. But it he's basically just an emotionally abusive prick. Yeah. But yeah, now we just need to now we return to dietary recommendations with our host of the poetry corner. Yes. Dietary recommendations. I'll tell you something a little about what you should eat with your body. Yes. I have I have my esteemed colleague and co-host Ralphus Matherham. Hello. Hello, Ralphus. I, Hello. I you're here on the program because you have a PhD. I do have a PhD. Yes. And anyway. Uh, yes. So, so we're going to talk today about what you should eat. I would recommend my daily lunch. I find it quite pleasing to the palate. I start with some butter, churned butter, and I put it inside of a ham. I call it buttered ham. Yes, putting it inside of the ham is the most important aspect of the buttered ham. You must also place it upon the outside as well. You cover the ham inside and out. Make sure it's dripping, positively dripping with oils. Wait, is it oil or butter? Butter oils. Oh, all right. Because it's melt from the hot ham. And then um, it looks like you also have listed on your dietary supplements a uh, a sesame seed salad. Yes, the sesame seed salad is very good. I prefer to put some buttered ham on it, but sesame seed salad is quite wonderful. And it says here that you drink a glass of... How do you pronounce this? Take a look at this. What is this? Ah. I drink a full glass to the brim, no less, of periwinkle. Tell the audience, what is periwinkle? It is a herb, I think. <laughs> you think? Like, I just, my friend, he told me what it's like. I think it's a color, but I don't know. Wait, so how do you get it if you don't know whether it's an 
herb or not. I have a man. Like in your basement? I have a, or? No, I have a periwinkle man. He goes and fetches me a big glass of periwinkle. Is that like a ripoff of Blue Man Group? Yes. Absolutely. So tell us about your ab workout. What are what are some uh, abs workouts? I that you don't. My ab workout consists of putting more ham in my mouth and chewing. So it says here, in addition to the sesame seed salad, uh, in closing, that you put Thousand Island dressing and drench the sesame seed salad with it. Is that healthy? I love it. Sesame seed salad topped with Thousand Island dressing is the best thing you could ever put onto a plate made for salads. <laughs> All right. This now, what's wonderful. your favorite? What is your favorite healthy dessert that we should leave our audience with as uh, part of your healthy living diet? Mm, healthy living diet. I would recommend putting a whole pumpkin inside of a jar, shaking it rhythmically to the tune of a jazz song. And then you smash it with a hammer repeatedly, throw it into an oven, and place some good old-fashioned cottage cheese in the middle. And that is delicious. Wait, if it's broken into pieces by a hammer and then baked, what center are you putting the cottage cheese into? No, it's simply flattened. It's how do you disc. get... Okay. I, it's, I like a, it's like a pizza, but instead of dough, it is pumpkin. That is. Won't there be? Won't there be glass that you just swallow? Yeah, maybe. I have never <laughs> noticed. I think I've been fine. Well, you should see a doctor. I am a doctor. So am I. Anyway, oh, good. that closes us out for the diet show. Yes. Tune in for the poetry corner coming up later on this network. Yes. I have multiple shows because I am a billionaire. And this is what I do with my money and time. And then coming up later on Cooking with Beverly, she'll criticize the newly formed boy band. OG, we're a boy band. What do you think of that? You know, I don't really like OG wear a boy band. They're not they're not uh they're not good to my sensibilities. We now return to the catastrophe section. Yeah, so hey, let's talk about the movie. Excuse me, I have broken into your show. Where is the exit? <laughs> oh, uh, it's that way. Alright, pardon me. Yeah, so uh, mom and dad. How did he get in here? I don't know. Uh, I think we should uh, hire a better producer. Aren't we yeah. the producer? Shh, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we mentioned Brian Taylor. This movie mm -hmm. starge, starge, stars Nicolas Cage and Selma Blair. It yes. came out on video on demand. Uh, 
like only back in January, January 19th of this year. It was yeah, produced in 2017. Um, it premiered at the 2017 Toronto International Film Festival. And the premise basically follows uh, this teenage girl and her younger brother have to survive when a virus breaks out, causing a mass hysteria uh, where parents begin to kill their children. Yep. Pretty much. Uh, so, starting with our overall impressions of the film, Aaron, what do you think of Mom and Dad? I loved it. It was, it was very uh, silly and and uh, absurd and and fucked up. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed it. I greatly enjoyed it. As did um, I. I I found that it dragged in the first. Well. I don't know if it was the first or second act, but it, it really just comes together in the end. And oh it yeah, made, it, <laughs> oh absolutely. As we, well, as we start to go over the plot, I'll reveal the part where it won me over. But okay. let's just say that it um it it was a little bit slow in parts. Does it involve the, uh, a power tool? It involves a, uh, parts of a power tool. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I think I know the. Let's part just say that about. it's a. It involves a sawzall. Yep. I. Yep. That's. That is one of my favorite parts as well. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh man. So it starts with. Um, it starts with like normal, like, "Hey, we're a family, and getting up, and we're gonna go to school, and we're gonna. This is the relationship that people have. Ha ha. People are cool, and like." The daughter's talking on the phone and the brother's annoying her. And she's like, ah, mom, do something about the sun. You know, and then they make food and go to work and talk about bullshit. And it doesn't matter. It's just to get the tone and the tone of their regular human relationship of of people being together is. And they have a um, they have a housekeeper, a Chinese housekeeper, which which they only bring up because uh, they talk about how their their grandpa uh, always talks about uh, how th- the damn Charlies and I t- killed him with my own pig sticker and stuff like that. So, which comes back into play later, which is amazing. Um, would you feel like the you feel like the mother would know, he, seeing that she hired the housekeeper? Yeah, because it seems you know, like they've seems they've to... been working for that family for a while. Yeah, yeah, and so the housekeeper has her own daughter named Lisa. Mm-hmm. Um, which is important later on. Yes. As you can probably guess by the, uh, the plot of the film. (laughs) Oh yeah. And I forgot that the opening shot of this, like the way that this movie opens is really cool because it's, Oh yeah. The seventies opening. Yeah. The seventies. Super cool. Also the music in this, the music in this movie is weird. I like it. I love how juxtaposed the music is compared to what's happening on screen. Oh yeah. I mean, it might be overdone in a lot of ways, but (laughs) It is a little over the top in a lot of places, but like it's because it would it's that's like how they did their foreshadowing was just haha regular situation. Dad threw the ball or the son threw the ball at the dad and he turns around all mm, but really he's fine and a normal normal dad for now. Um, but no, the I think it was done by like someone. I think it said Mr. Bill at the front of the credits. Um, but no, it was a super cool stylized seventies style opening and, and it was super dope. I thought it was super cool. And then there's like, uh, 
what's what's her face? The 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 daughter's like boyfriend, and they're like, "You're gonna do good on the test," and he's like, "Yes, yes, I am." The the PSATs. Yeah, yeah. Damon apparently, because I forget yes. people's. Who is I don't like remember character punching, names. I'm shit at them. Who is the punching bag of this movie? He gets hit All a lot. <laughs> well, I mean, more in a story sense. Like if somebody gets hit, stabbed, or you know, just brutalized in some fashion, it's you. It's him. Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I mean, I to mean, be fair, is- every of the main characters. Yes. Well, actually, no. I don't. I don't even think that as much. Like. Because it would kind of ruin the movie if the two children got fucked up more. You well, know what I mean? I just mean we're left to think that he is deceased at oh, least multiple three times, times in the movie. Yes, this is very true. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, but but to be fair, yeah, I don't know. He was cool. I liked him. So He's an interesting oh, character. Oh, and I didn't mention the opening shot of this movie as a mother in a minivan. Getting oh, out yeah. of her minivan on the train tracks and then walking away, and the train comes and it doesn't show it, but yeah, it shows it on the news later. <laughs> and the, and the, no, 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 and then and then the son and uh, and Nick Cage make fun of it. <laughs> oh yeah, I love that he like yeah at, at like the breakfast, breakfast table he pours- he's like oh no I get out of the way burr, burr. They just, and then he put pours ketchup all over the counter. <laughs> <laughs> like so he's clearly a, a not the best kind of fucked up man um yeah they they kind of go out of their way to make nick cage's character kind of an asshole god i love it he's like the worst when, um i forget the name of the housekeeper so forgive me for that audience, um, but yeah, when she's when she say uh she's telling him something about oh sun Yi. um yeah sun Yi. Uh, mm-hmm. she's like telling him something about, um, finishing up the work and she, he, and he's like, oh, fuck you <laughs> under his breath or something. Yeah. yeah which does like, I don't get why, but okay. Also, it, what's really jarring is that he has these random flashbacks that, it, that aren't explained till later of a younger him. Oh. Oh my God, doing I love that. donuts in his sports car that with, is plays with a just part some, later in the film. Some topless girl throwing her her boobs in his face, <laughs> and he's just going whoa, doing donuts. Uh, and then uh, you just hear a meow. yeah, and then it cuts so back we to not- him being like, "Oh man, I'm old." Like, <laughs> <laughs> darn okay. it! I have to ask, what what does he do for a living? Watch porn and fall asleep. Yeah, that, that's really all he does. He falls asleep <laughs> watching porn at his office. It's amazing. And he's kind of an absentee dad, too. He's like, I'm not taking any calls. What about your wife? Especially my wife. <laughs> all right, porn. Time for you to fill the hole that's in the middle of me. <laughs> time for me to fill that hole. Get it? Because intercourse. <laughs> oh, I love this scene where he confronts um, Damon in the kitchen yeah! because he's, he's like, no like- boyfriend. I was 17 once. And the things that they show in porn now, what did he like list off? It's like dildo to mouth, ass to mouth, ass to ass. D- anal beads. He just goes off about like all the shit he watches on porn. <laughs> and he's like, don't you do that to my daughter, but I'm going to jerk off to it a bunch. Do you do you know what that must do to expectations? 
Yeah, because that's what that's what actual people do. That's that's what people do. Obviously, <laughs> people only do what is in porn. Yeah, duh. Never mind the fact that it is a you know produced medium <laughs> that yes. is sex for entertainment. Yes, exactly. It's stupid. God, it's uh, so. Um, I don't understand why the 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 son. Uh, isn't it Josh, in school? Josh stays home. Isn't it a school day? Isn't he nine? Yeah, that's. I wrote that down. He seems too old to not be in school. Well, no, it, like he's nine because the because Nick Cage at one point after he um threw the after Josh threw the ball at his head, um, he was like, "You be careful. You might not make it to ten. Like, <laughs> or ten is not a guarantee." Was the line. And it's like, oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, he said 10 isn't a guarantee. So, like, why isn't he in school? Uh, That's, like, second grade, man. Get there. I was like, why isn't he, like, is he homeschooled? But they don't seem like they do homeschool him because... No, yeah, that was weird. Um, Plot reasons. I don't really care that much. But, um, so, uh, the daughter and the mother go into be drive of school. After she stole money from the mother for drug, we find out later. Yeah, what kind of drugs are those? Was that just MDMA or? Yeah, probably. I don't know. It was some sort of pills, uh, colorful pills. So, you know, they're like produced drugs, not just like your grandma's Percocet or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) That's like how they market it. Not your grandma's Quaaludes. Gotta (laughs) get. (laughs) Not your granny's Percocet. It's like you it's think like, you got fucked up on those? Butter. You're gonna get fucked up on these. Yeah. So they they go. To, they're driving to school, and the mother's all like, "I don't. Uh, why don't you, daughter? Because you are." And the daughter's she's like, like "I'm sorry, you don't have a life." Yeah. <sighs> normal teen confrontation and all that. Like, meh. I don't do things. Meh. I'm in the middle of my life and don't know what to do. Meh. We're both they fucked just- up. They could have just skipped that whole scene and just been like, why don't you like me? I don't. And then they, they both just shout, angst. Yeah, kind of. And then it just cut away. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that scene wasn't great. I didn't really give a shit about that scene. But um, yeah, th- that's the part where I think it drags until they actually get to the... Z- that's Zumba, right? The thing that Selma Blair is doing at the gym? Yes. I think so. Why not? Where it's just, it's shot like a music video because it's just wall-to-wall butts. <laughs> yeah. That scene is ridiculous. <laughs> and then her friend is just like, fuck yeah, I'm putting my ass in some dude's face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a I weird like scene. Where, and I like where she says he's the... Um, Zumba instructor is working his way through that class like the stomach flu. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, there's a lot of um, middle age crisis, like midlife crisis in oh, this yeah. movie. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, and then it just oh, cuts and- to them like having coffee and being like, "I don't like things. My life isn't my- like I wanted it to be. Me my neither. Ha money for me." You're hot. No, you're hot. Let's go get fucked by our husbands. Oh, wait, they're at work. That's like, you know. 
<laughs> That's is the yours scene. watching porn at the office again? Sure is. Did he fall asleep at, uh, at, while doing it? Yes. Uh, what's new? <laughs> oh, how disappointing. Middle age really oh, sucks. God. And it's not cliche to bring that up. I all. love I love that Nick Cage falls asleep watching porn. It, like, he's so bored by the porn that he's Doesn't watching. He, well, yeah, it's either... I, I, Because, I, yeah, is it just like... I just have to. I'm just, I'm addicted to porn and I have to watch it. And then I'm just going to fall asleep while, you know, I don't even, I don't even touch my penis. I just, I just watch it. Like what's that's, that's how cool I am. Aren't you at work? I don't even need to, I don't need even, well, he has this line when they have this flashback to a few weeks ago in the basement where he sets up a pool table and he says, my salary fell from $145,000 to $45,000. I'm like, yeah. is it because you don't do anything? And also, how are you still affording like a housekeeper and stuff in that giant house? Right. Especially because from what we see, Selma Blair does not work. No, she tried to go back to work and then they're like, no. And she's like, cry. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What was that? Her taking classes was she an actress or a model? No, that was more like you're not up to date anymore. You're not useful anymore because you don't know how things work anymore. Because you've been out oh. of the workforce for so long, you can't just jump oh. back in. Oh, so take some classes and then come back. All right. Yeah, kind of. Well, no, no, no well, no, because he said take some classes that are fun. So he's like, don't wor- don't bother. Oh, don't don't bother working. Wow, don't and, bother working. Go have fun with. Pottery, it basically, Asshole. was the implication. I, I, I think pottery. Yep. Well, that's just that. That was just a he's class like, that would make. He's sense. like, have you been to that Zumba class, my buddy Chet? He's working his way through that class like the like, stomach flu. Like the stomach flu. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> that's ridiculous. Aaron, you know what I love falling asleep to. Porno. Porno. That's my favorite. I just put it on and I fall asleep. <laughs> Are you having trouble sleeping? Well, you better turn on that smut. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta put on some ass to mouth. That'll put you right to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta drain them balls and then go to sleep. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's ridiculous. Spray, <laughs> spray your holiday cheer all over your friends and family. <laughs> Oh fuck! Uh, doesn't it like now? It like cuts to them being in uh, the daughter being in class, and like her friend gets her phone taken because yeah. she's li- she's like listening to some r- terrible rap song, and then the teacher takes it, and he's like, "You guys need to go to church." Like what? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. And she should have been only if you a scared motherfucker do you got to go to church because that's also a rap song. Is it okay? I don't know. It yeah, was just an- some song that was like pussy, pussy, pussy. Yeah, pussy. it was. I. I'm like, I oh, like, is, is that this- your favorite thing about Earth? <laughs> is that <laughs> my favorite thing about Earth? Is the pussy? Oh my god. Uh, yeah, because apparently that's what uh, she's like. White she's Catholic just- school girls are into. I guess there's Catholic schools. I can't think of another type of school that is like. Uniforms, uh, that's not much of a thing anymore, usually, unless it's yeah. a Catholic school. But maybe, probably not. I don't know. Yeah, I don't but think you, it seemed like a Catholic school, did it? No, it didn't seem like it, but that was just the first thing that came to mind when I saw 
um, uh, like uniforms. Yeah, and then the teacher talks about like what is it obsolescence? Planned or, obsolescence. Yeah, like of like products for consumerism. Yeah, and he's like, like this phone, for example. And it's kind of making the link between parents feeling obsolete, like they just raised their replacements, and so yeah, the resentment turns into murder. Yeah, and we don't know whether it's a virus or what the hell causes it, but. Well, well, it's like the static on the TV and the radio. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. It, it doesn't answer the question of where it came from or why, but that's like what triggers it. Yeah. What was confusing was that I didn't catch that. And we spend enough time with Selma Blair's character where I thought, oh, well, she's not like she's going to be immune because we see her go to her sister giving birth with her sister's boyfriend and yep. her sister, the static comes on in the hospital room and her sister tries to like squeeze the life well, out of the baby. Well, it's because it doesn't like activate until, unless you see your child, your child. Yeah. And then she has to give the child over to uh, the hospital and protect That scene was services. so fucked up. Oh God. It was, I was like, are they going to kill a baby? <laughs> like, Oh God, no, don't, don't like, give it to screen? her. No, I mean, it's one thing to have that. Like, <laughs> Like it's it's hilarious what later on when Selma Blair is driving and this woman tries to throw her stroller in front <laughs> of her so, car so nonchalantly just like meh <laughs> fuck you kid go to traffic fuck this oh man oh fuck so um the um a bunch the, they buy drugs the the daughter and her friend drop buy drugs and then. They Do them start in the bathroom. They, yeah, and then they start going back to class and shit. And then there's like, you, everyone needs to go to the office. And it's like, everyone needs to leave now, because um, the parents are killing the children. Um, and then there's like a bunch of cops outside, and there's this uh, scene with uh, all the parents are on like one side of a fence, and then like a bunch of a, a few cops, and then all the 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 peeps, the childos, are on the other side. And then, like, they're all the all the parents are like beckoning their children to come, and then some come some, on, come some over here. yeah some little, little little man little man a boy. I don't like saying boy. I don't know why. Well, I don't like saying boy in reference to an actual boy. I like saying boy in reference to other things, but it's weird. I don't get it. But um, okay, that, I, it's weird. It's a strange thing for me. I don't get why. It just doesn't feel good. Anyway, that child that is a man or will be is. <laughs> That's weird. Um, yeah, so that kid uh, runs up to his mom and starts to climb the fence, and like a policeman's trying to pull him back, but he gets over the top, and then is immediately the mom starts stabbing him with keys and shit, and then the parents start trying to crawl, uh, like jump over the fence, and everyone runs away, and there's this giant oh, yeah. scene in a football field where all the kids are just running away, and they're just getting fucking like tackled and choked and yeah, murdered. Yeah, a dad shit. is trying to stab his daughter to death with the flag football. That, like, yeah, flag. <laughs> like one of the a, cheer a, flags. A dad dry, like, grabs a trash bag and then just of, throws like it a, over and the then, daughter, her, her, his, his daughter's head and chokes face. her with it. Her face, yeah. It's a fucking crazy scene. Like, it's bananas. It's great. It's a bananas republic. It is a bananas republic. That's how crazy that that scene is. I love it. Um, and the 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 uh, the daughter and the friend get away, 
And they're like, oh, everything's oh. fucked up. Man. And Damon, Damon uh, aces, well, finishes oh, yeah. his PSATs oh, no, early. Yeah, yeah, so he's he's in the, the PTSA, whatever the fuck it is. Is that right? PTSA? No. Uh, PSAT. PSAT. PTSA is like Parents Future Teacher Association. Anyway. I'm like, he's a student. I guess he's his own parent and... Yeah, anyway, so he aces the test and, and walks out, and, and the lady's like, you still have 20 minutes, and, and there was an earlier scene where he broke his pencil, and all the parents are waiting outside, and they're like, man, they're early, there's still an hour left, and then he finishes it and walks out, and then all the parents walk in, and you're like, oh, they're all, oh, fuck. Well, no, she had a line, well, she also had a line where she said, it looks like they're in line at a buffet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he leaves. I don't... Also, why did they not go in until he opened yeah, the door? Yeah, is it like we it's don't want like to? We locked. don't want to do this near the black guy. Like, <laughs> gotta wait for that nice standing gentleman to finish his test, and then we'll go yeah, in. We're gonna be polite because he's not our child. So that's because his parents are absent, or, or uh, they're divorced, and the the one that he is with is on the beer. Uh, yes, is on yes. the beer. That's that's what you call an alcoholic. He's yeah, a, he. Yeah, he's he, on the he beer. Rides his, he rides his bike home. His dad is yeah. from what we passed surmised, out on the couch with some an beer. Abusive alcoholic, and he has like spilled beer cans all over like his and practice like a phone PSAT book tests. and some papers and shit. Yeah, what, and so he takes those out to the trash. And my favorite like featured extra in the movie, he there's this neighbor, and he says, "Oh hey, Mrs. Uh, Smith, where's uh, oh where's my god, Amanda? Yeah. And she says. She's inside. She's inside. Like, and she's just on a rocking chair, and we never it. go back to it. It's just... Nope. She's like, oh, you know, that's a corpse in there. Okay, cool. Like, <laughs> Great. She's inside. <laughs> she's inside. Yeah. Like, we all know what it means, but you don't need any more than that. <laughs> nope, you don't. Yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, so then his dad attacks him. And then uh, trips a bo- like a bottle of like scotch or whatever. It yeah, is, cuts his it arm and then like goes into his trips neck over and- a trips over a table and then it goes into his neck and he's still attacking him while bleeding out and he's like, no, dad, yeah. no. And then he and dies. So it's and cut in such a way to away. make us think that he might not have gotten out of that. Yeah, but he but did. He did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, we for- we skipped the part where. Um, well, I I don't remember if it's before or after it doesn't matter where uh josh is uh hanging out at his 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 house at the 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 family house just hanging out hanging out hanging out with hanging his out housekeeper out my family house ha- hanging out with the housekeeper um and then oh, like- and they had the great um off-screen thing where the housekeeper soon Yi is that her name sun Yi, yeah where yeah, she kills her daughter well, she's just mopping the floor. Oh God, yeah. Uh, while talking on the phone to uh, Nick Cage and Selma Blair. Yep. And then we discover when Teen Daughter come home that she is mopping up this giant mess of blood. Well, I mean, you saw you saw her grab the the mallet. Yes. And then and then Josh saw him kill her or cu- saw her kill her daughter. Oh, after that's right. Having that's a flashback about the... like finding what the fuck was that flash flashback where he found like the dying cat or dog with the crows pecking at it and to put it in a box and is like, this goes in your car, dad. And then dad's like, mm. and then later he has beer with, and, I a, think and it was, ice cream with him. 
I think it was. Yeah, I think that that was for the ice cream scene later. For yeah, yeah, whole. to show that they're like, hey, they're actually some decent parents, but they're also well, trying I don't to know kill about you. Decent. <laughs> some of Blair's a decent parent. I mean. Nick Cage just seems to talk about pussy too much to be a dad. Other than that, he seems okay. Okay, is he a philanderer? Because the woman that Selma Blair went to Zumba with said made had some throwaway line about, um, you're hot and that doesn't stop your husband from chasing after 17-year-olds, something like that. I did not. I don't remember that line. I don't know. Maybe. Like, it wouldn't surprise me, but. Yeah, I don't know. Just a side thing that I, I didn't, didn't catch that when I saw when I, when I watched it. So, oh, but and he, then they have like the news footage of these experts. Uh, one of them mentions that the phenomenon is similar to savaging, which is a thing that pigs do, yeah. where they ki- where they s- squash their like young piglets, and no one really knows why they do it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and that was. Um, He's like a famous TV doctor or some shit. Yeah, you know, like those famous legit TV doctors, Doctor mm-hmm. Oz, Doctor. That Phil. no, it wasn't. It was Doctor Oz, wasn't it? It was. Uh, doctor Oz it, is a fake ass doctor. No, I. Well, yeah, he's. No, I'm pretty sure it was actually Doctor Oz. He'll oh, do whatever. I don't think he gives a shit. Yeah. Um. Thanks, Oprah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's terrible, but. I mean, Doctor Phil is worse, but yeah, no, it was it was Doctor Oz, whose oh, first name is okay. Mehmet, apparently. Oh, yeah. I well, did I'm not glad know. I know was now. I know why he goes by Doctor Oz. Mehmet Oz, yeah, that's way oh, catchier. There was Dr. this Oz. thing about Doctor Phil recently where they this uh, news source said that this, I think it was like this teenage woman who was addicted to like opioids or something was going to do an interview and Dr. Phil had his PA leave like a small amount of opioids backstage for her to use. Oh yeah. So yeah, that that's... she could go on stage, like so that she could get through the interview. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, there, there's, there's apparently there's been quite a bit of that. Uh, like some alcoholic guy, they left like a full two liter of, of, uh, not two liter. They don't come in two liters. A whole like fifth of vodka backstage in his green room and shit like that. And I don't know if it's yeah, and I, if there's any merit to it, but I remember that being a thing. Yeah, I already didn't like Doctor Phil because other things, but yeah, he's it not. It does great. not help his likability. No, no, not at all. Um. Anyway, um. What the fuck even happens after that? I don't remember. I mean, I do, but I don't remember what order. Uh, well, there's the flashback to, well, after they get chased into the basement, there's the, uh, what happened here? And there's, he's, well, we got the, well, Nick no, Cage before is, that, even before that, uh, at the friend's house. Oh yeah. Her mom kill like her friend's mom kills her friend while yep. she watches the news. And then is it, what, how does she kill her? She chokes the her mother kill- with like a belt. Oh yeah. With like yeah. a belt, and she says, "Hey, kiddo." Oh, hey, kiddo. Yeah, <laughs> because like it, y- you only kill your kid and nothing else. So yeah, it's all yeah. Ooh, and there's the part where uh, we find out that Damon is still alive when daughter is 
Yeah. Uh, watching this like heavy this, set like, guy with like a this, kitty. Yeah. Like kitty uh, the, t-ball bat. <laughs> well, no, it was, a me- it was a small metal baseball bat. Yeah. And he, he looks like the, uh, the most, I used to be uh, the best football in high school, man. And then he's just like, man, I got an accounting job or whatever. Like the, the definition of let yourself go in a man Dick's sporting goods, general manager. That's what I am. <laughs> like nothing against nothing against him, but like he was wearing like sweats only like sweatpants, sweatshirt, which I mean, and like just and he's put at on home some jeans. On jeans are good enough, man. Come on. Like, <laughs> and he's at sweatpants. home in the middle of a weekday. Yeah, exactly. So probably nothing great coming out of that man, but you never know. And anyway, so yeah, he uh, he just like uh, it is implied that he kills his kid in front of her, but you don't see the kid. You just see him like swing the bat and a sound. Um, and then he checks the mail and he's like, "Do howdy neighbor." Uh, I do love that everyone's just like, "Oh hey neighbor, how's it going?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like immediately they after just... they kill their child. There was that that interview of the guy who killed who killed his kid on TV, and he's oh, like, "Oh yeah, Bo Oh, Woodbine. this is terrible, but it feels amazing. Like, <laughs> oh okay, yeah, that's I like that weird. guy. That's that's Bokeem Woodbine from uh, Fargo, the sure. TV show, not the movie. Yeah, I haven't seen either, so. Well, I need to. You should I know. watch it. I know. Lose it. I know. Um, <laughs> I got shit to do, man. Um, like, like what? Poop in a bowl? Yeah, I have so many bowls to fill, Cameron. Duh. What do you? How many bowls do you have? What do you? What do you have? The dumb or a bowl deficiency? Do you need more bowls? I have more bowls. Are they not filled with poop? Yeah, that's why I have shit to do. Oh, I get it. Oh, yeah. Joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking dumb. oh he plays uh the elephant in payday 2 okay sure that's where you might know him from also he's black hand jack and black dynamite i don't remember that mo- movie that well also they're doing a sequel i i heard to- yeah yeah it's, i ho- it's gonna be like a western thing it's gonna be great I Ooh. Hope. yeah i need to rewatch it i remember when we watched it, it was amazing but i've only yeah. watched it the once watch it again oh yeah uh anyway um happen next <laughs> yeah it's kind of a blur after after the um after the football scene uh it's kind of it kind of just turns into a blur of things horrible shit happening and and f- weird greatness and awkward murdering um oh that's when um this is about when uh, the ant gives birth. So the mom goes and uh, is like, yay, the ant, you gave birth. And then um, she tries to kill her own baby. The ant does. And she's like, you're holding her too tight. That's a fucked up scene. It's oh, intense. I love the I love this, well, the shot where you see all the men in the uh, viewing room of the NICU unit. Yeah, I was and, about like, to say that. Yeah. Just looking at. The They're just staring <laughs> at him. Yeah. They're just staring at him and like, yes, fucking bananas. Um, then she, the, 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 the daughter, the, the baby gets taken and she's like, oh, okay, I don't get it, but all right. And then she drives home. The lady pushes the cart in front and she's like, Hey, don't do. Okay. Bye. <laughs> like just very nonchalantly just throws a baby hey, in front of her. Don't do. Okay. Bye. <laughs> yeah. 
Because she's driving, she's not gonna stop. Um, can you can you can you recap everything, please? Uh, uh, don't. All right. Uh, but then they did. Uh, but then they didn't, and then they were gonna. But nope. And then and then it happened anyway. And then they were sad. And then the credits. No. Um, <laughs> that's how I. That's how I review movies. Despite having a podcast where I review movies. <laughs> Um, Roger Ebert over here. Am I? I don't right? know about review. I wouldn't call this reviews, but you know, whatever. Um, well, we certainly discuss them. Yes, it's yes, it's more that. Anyway, um, so uh, the dad, uh, Nick Cage, gets home and is it starts yelling to Damon about like I've seen all the pornos. Are you gonna do that to my daughter? <laughs> and then. Um, uh, because uh, the daughter came back for uh, the, the 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 son. I don't remember characters' names. All right, deal with it. Josh. <laughs> yeah, Carly as well. Yes. So Carly came back for Josh uh, with Damon in tow, and they're like, "Let's fucking go!" Before mom and dad get back. Dad gets back, and he's like, "I've I've seen the pornos. You gonna do that to my daughter?" And Damon's Ask like, "Ask the mouth anal beads." You name it, you're I've not going to do it. You're not supposed to be here. Ha ha. Don't fuck my daughter. Uh, despite her being a person and people have sex, including me when I was that age, because that's pe- how people work. And then um, and then they, the uh, Carly and Josh come down the stairs, and then Nick Cage is just like, mm, gets the death stare and just charges at him. Oh, also, he does like a fucking wrestler slam with Damon's face into the ground. Into the floor, which is the second time we're supposed to believe that he is. Well, dead. it's like it's like a, a straight up wrestler slam. <laughs> like, like there's this there's a great shot with his face and he's like readying his hand and just smashes his face into the into the floor. Um, it's a ridiculous shot and it it shouldn't knock someone out, but it did uh, because Damon tried to stop him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then they they get down into the basement. And uh, they stay there, and that's when uh, the 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 wife gets home, Kendall, who rightly so is called out for not being a name by the grandma, <laughs> not even a name, <laughs> and she calls her, a, "You were always a whore." Oh God, I love that. That's oh God. The escalation is so good <laughs> at the end. I think the twist that the grandparents arrive is probably my favorite twist of the whole movie. Oh, absolutely. That made the movie ten times better. My God. You know why they call it a Sawzall? Because it saws. Saws all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. So Damon's, before we get to that wonderful third act, uh, daughter and Josh escape into the the basement. Damon's KO'd. And they're like, oh, we got to cut through there. So they use the Sawzall to start to saw through it. Yeah. And then they creatively think of putting a hose linked up to the gas main yep. into the basement to make them come, like, come out. Like, oh, yeah, so but or die so that, or, or be weakened so they could get in. Um, yeah. Um, because the, the son stole his gun. And shot. Oh yeah, and we learn this because yep. he goes upstairs and he's like, "I'm gonna get my manly penis gun." And yep, he opens it up, and we don't like it's. 
it's uh, not there. And then we just yep. hear bang, bang. And then yep. Selma Blair's shot in the arm. <laughs> and Selma Blair's like, you just had to go full midlife crisis, didn't you? Which I thought was pretty I wrote good. down, he's a terrible gun owner. <laughs> oh, just- God, yeah. I use- What was the combination? Joshua's birthday. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, who has the gun, I wonder? Hmm. <laughs> pretty, pretty great. <laughs> Yeah, so that's why they stopped using the sawzall. Um, so yeah, they they like they they start gassing them out, and they're getting sick in the basement. And then uh, Carly sets like a a trap on the door to light a bunch of matches on uh, when they open yeah. the door, and then they crawl out through the like furnace vents or whatever in the basement. Yeah, I love the shot where Nick Cage is like stand back and oh god, he, yeah, he the door opens and there's just like this like giant explosion of flame yep. that just hits him through the wall. And then some of us like, yeah. well, guess I'm on my own. <laughs> and I love when he wakes up later that he has like Cheerios embedded in his face for some reason. <laughs> oh, I love how fat loops, shit, whatever Nicholas cage God. gets to just go in this movie. Just, I know it's amazing. He's the actor who plays Josh had to be so like, courageous to just oh yeah like this six foot three man is going to be barking at you like a rabid dog through this set for the whole (laughs) movie for the whole movie oh it's so ridiculous and (laughs) i love the part where some of those like trying to honey it's me it's your mom i'm just trying to we love you the thing's not happening to us and he's like open the motherfucking door yep (laughs) Uh, it's just it's just like from the trust where he's like, open it, open it, open it, open it. <laughs> God, he just gets to go full fucking bore, and that's the best. If they got anyone besides Nick Cage, this movie would not be as fun at all. Yeah, like, I think no what makes way. the first part drag is that he's not in the movie as much. He's not bana- he's not bananizing it up. Right. Yeah. And then Bananazing, it becomes a, that's a word now. A banana banana nanza. Yeah. Of him. Yeah, the end is ooh, so good. So Yeah, but before we get to that, we have to talk yeah. about the flashback to the billiard table. Which yeah. is actually kind of a good dramatic scene. Yeah. Where he's so, like setting it all up and some of Kendall comes down and she's all uh can we afford this? Christmas is coming up and he's like, I want a place that's not Surrounded by kids, god damn it! I'm angry. Midlife crisis, man stuff, salary yep. decline, masculinity, blah 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 blah. Does any of that make sense? Giggity who? Yep. And, she's and then like, he destroys yes. it with a sledgehammer while singing the hokey pokey, which is amazing. He's like, here, I'll take care of it. You put your. Ah, so good. I was kind of saddened that they didn't use the sledgehammer as like a later weapon in the movie. Yeah, it it wasn't really used. I wish it was. It was there next to the ruins of the billiard table. But aside from that. Yeah, it was was there. Yeah, I don't know. (sighs) And so the gas starts to go through. They get out through the furnace vents or whatever the fuck. The place Uh, explodes. Yeah, Kendall starts to, for some reason, the house doesn't get on fire. Nope. Somehow. Magically. Um, and then they... Um, starts chasing uh Yeah, because they, the, the vents let, let out upstairs. 
and then it she goes in uh uh Carly goes into her room and 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 there's like this flashback of being like I am a child and the the mom's like yes you are haha adorable you moment see ma- we were parents <laughs> you hooray used makeup yeah makeup hooray yeah so yep makeup hooray that's exactly how that scene played out on paper <laughs> I mean the only the only line that mattered it was um was Kendall you don't ever be- have to be afraid of me exactly yeah that was the only part that mattered other than that that scene was just like. Yay, we are parents and should be fine and not killing you. But we are. (laughs) Well, so Damon's alive. Yes. Uh, We find out again. He's like, Mrs. Ryan, no. And then he's like like helping restrain her while she tries to kill Carly with like the meat tenderizer thing. They lock her in the closet and he's like, you know, I used to think that my parents getting divorced was the worst thing ever, but it actually doubled my chances of survival. (laughs) I fucking love that line or where she's like, you know, it's usually not this bad. Like (laughs) I actually really liked that. That was ridiculous. That was fucking stupid. It was good. Very, very well done. uh, Comedic tension break. Then she breaks out of uh, the and like by stabbing Damon. Yeah, with like a coat fish hanger. hooks him with a coat hanger somehow, which is like that's not how a coat hanger works. But fucking fuck it, all right, sure. And then he falls over the banister and dies. It's presumably yes. Wait, he is dead after that, right? No. Oh yeah, he's he's at the end. Yes. But this is the third fake out of Damon being like, am I up? Definitely dead. <laughs> yep. Nope. Not dead. Dead. Nope. Nope. Oop, nope. Dead now. No. And now welcome back to dead or not dead, where we ask you who is dead and who isn't. Here's our contestant, Bob Thorsberg. Bob, welcome to the program. Hello. The game goes like this. I tell you the name of a person, famous or not famous. You guess if they're dead or not. If you're right more than you're wrong, you win. If you're not, then you have to compete on Fuck You, the game show. Oh, okay. You know why? Because f- fuck me? Yeah, because fuck you, the game show. Oh, okay. Anyway, anyway, lightning round. Okay. Chairman Mao. Dead. Correct. Jesus. Dead. Non-existent. Wrong. Oh, but you gave me two. Okay. The Roman Empire. Uh, dead. Wrong. Never happened. What? Wait, no. (laughs) Climate change. Uh, alive. Wrong. It never happened. Why are we go? Okay. (laughs) Louis Armstrong. Alive. Definitely alive. You're right. Good. At least three, we got one two thing for right. Th- two for three. Disco. Dead. Alive and well. No, wait, no, but okay. Check your facts. <laughs> okay. Bestiality. Oh, that's alive. Yep. Definitely alive. Ding, ding, ding. Three for four. Good. Uh, sports involving not winning. Uh, dead. They are alive and well. Check your facts. All right. Four for five for three. Okay. All right. Here we go. Double or nothing. Final question. Is this alive or dead? A concept or a person? Are you ready? Sure. 
the concept of. Are you ready? Yes. Of patience. Dead. Alive! Damn it. Welcome. You get to compete on Fuck You, the Game the Show. The Game Show. Uh, Do you know why? Because fuck me. Yeah, because fuck you, the, the game, game show. show. Yeah, all right. Lock him in chains, devil worshippers. Wait, whoa, hold on. That's why? Okay, I thought it was just, oh, no. Our next contestant will be a member of a satanic cult who started his own lawn mowing business from the ground up. Join us next week on Alive or Dead. This program brought to you by buttered salt and the new dull sesame seed salad brought to you with extra inclusion by the poetry foundation we now return to the catastrophe section uh what happens next oh um that's when uh uh, they they go back downstairs and then the uh, the dad wakes up and starts fucking around and running around and gets the saws all it saws all and then <laughs> and then the doorbell rings and it's like oh fuck it's grandpa oh shit it's your which parents. I mentioned earlier in the movie but we were led to <laughs> like I completely forgot about yeah it me while too everything else happened I mean it's it, yeah I mean how could you remember honestly. With how much was happening. Yeah, With just exactly. everyone dying and shit. Uh, yeah, so he's like, oh, fuck, is that tonight? Hold on, I'll take care of this. And then he goes to the door, and then his dad just stabs him in the gut with a knife after being maced by his mom. He's like, Dad, you killed me. He's like, I didn't even get your gut. I didn't even get your gut. I'm going to get you. <laughs> so this, and then it turns into, like, a a a murdery Scooby Doo esque three way chase between the son, the dad, and the grandpa, and <laughs> it's fucking it's so dumb. I love it. Where the son tries to hide inside of the classic car. Yep. That his dad apparently had to pay for after getting it totaled from the aforementioned flashback involving his topless girlfriend and a semi truck where they didn't die. Yeah. Um and he his dad takes a pickaxe to dish, like take out the sunroof of the car. Yep. <laughs> yep. And then he's like, I'm gonna get you. And then his dad comes in and starts to stab his Just legs. Just starts fucking knifing him and crawling You're in. You're not and gonna be him running more. anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the fucking grandpa was so good in this. It was amazing. <laughs> I loved him. It's fucking great. Oh man. Um, so then the, the, the car's like on because Josh turned it on and Josh gets out and like goes behind the car and then this, the, they start like getting the car forward and back and just fucking around inside. Uh, and then it cuts to, um, inside with the mother, daughter and grandma. And then the, the, um, Kendall's trying to convince the grandma not to kill, uh, Nick Cage by punching her. I guess you don't want to do that. Well, yes, I do. Punch. You're a Bam. whore. Punch. And then she, then she maces her with her own mace. Yep. 
Kendall's not even a real name. Punch. Um, so then that, so then she's occupied and, uh, I already forgot her name. Uh, Car- Carly like runs around and does stuff, I guess. Uh, and eventually it, it, it all spills out into the front, uh, into the lawn where, um, uh, the grandma gets, gets, uh, I guess murdered, punched something is being attacked got, got by run Selma over Blair. by a reindeer Mustang. Oh yeah. That, that was great. Yeah. So they, it's, so the grandma gets, get, gets thrown in front of the car that is that they, they just smash through the garage door. Uh, the grandma goes flying over the sunroof. There's a great shot with Nicholas Cage's motion, crazy face looking up at her, looking up at his mother flying and dying and over his car. Um, and then his dad is still they smash. They uh, smash. Yeah, they holding smash onto into the window of the passenger side. Yeah, something like that. They and smash into a car across the street. In. His dad flips and his head caves in on the front of the car. Um, and then clearly uh, alive. Uh, very dead. Uh, <laughs> and then Nick Cage is just, I guess, dead. I don't exactly. I think bleeding just overall. Um, and then everyone's like, oh, shit. And there's like a moment of like, oh, fuck. And then uh, Summer Blair just turns around and s- starts to charge Carly again. And hey, look, Damon's still alive and shovels her in the face. Oh, yeah. Shovel. <laughs> I wish shovel was a verb that we used for a lot of things. We should use that more. Oh, I guess uh, Nick Cage didn't die at this moment because then it cuts to Nick Cage and Selma Blair tied up to a pole in the basement, and they're like, "We're fine now. Everything's fine. Let it. You can let us go. You can you can cut us free with the saws all." Uh, and then they freak out. And Did you know that it saws all? It saws all. <laughs> and then it cuts to credits. Well, it's it cuts the credits when Nicolas Cage says, "Yeah, we're your parents and we love you, but sometimes we just wanna, yeah, mom and dad." (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty good. So yeah, that's the movie. Yeah. Uh, So I'd say let's render our let's render our verdicts, even though like because we both loved it. Yeah. No. It's yeah. Do watch definitely hundred percent. Yep, definitely watch it. It is inducted. Gavel, 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 gavel. It's dumb. It's it's fun. It it's it's short. It's short. It's got uh, for the moments that need it, it has very good suspense. Uh, it's 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 good. It's a good time, man. It's ridiculous. It's it's very. The editing is very kinetic, and the music is weird and off-putting in the right spots. It's nice. I like it. And it's vulgar. Uh, it's fucked up. It's a fucked up movie. Uh, yeah. it's a very fucked up black comedy. I loved it. The I'm blackest a fan of, of the I am a very, comedy. I'm a very big fan of black comedy. So yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, so moving on to our next segment, Aaron, this movie got a certain percentage on Rotten Tomatoes. What is that percentage? Uh, I'm guessing a lot of people actually didn't like this. So maybe 60. Oh, it's actually probably one of the highest rated movies that we've ever uh, covered on this show. It has a 72% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's certified fresh. 53 fresh, 21 rotten. Consensus reads as mom and dad's gonzo premise serves as an effective springboard for a wickedly dark, bloody comedy and an appropriately over-the-top performance from Nicolas Cage. Yeah. I mean, they nailed it. And what's the audience score? 
That's probably 60, maybe 50 something. Yeah, it's 45. It's uh, okay. based on an average rating of 3.1 out of 5, but there's only 561 reviews. Okay. So some people probably saw it and were just like, you know what? Yeah, not my thing. Yeah, and that's fair. It's not it. It's not for a lot of people, I'm sure. I lo- I'm only going to read what Robert Abelli uh, wrote for The Rap, which said it's a gleefully trashy horror comedy. Yeah, Ding. pretty much, yeah. I don't have any info. I couldn't find anything on what the budget was. But it's a very recent was, movie. Yeah. It's got a 62 on Metacritic, which is pretty high for a, you know, horror movie in general. A B horror movie, and, yeah. Yeah, a B horror movie. There's but no way this si- costs very much. A there's 60%. No, yeah, there's no way this costs 60. many money. Yeah, definitely not. Like, it, there's no way. Um, so this movie has a 5.6 on IMDb. Let's see if there's any trivia worth noting. Oh, Nicholas Cage said that this is his favorite movie in 10 years that he's filmed. I believe it. There's no way he didn't have a blast filming it. Like, there's no way he didn't have so much fun doing it. <laughs> That's pretty much the, like, and it uh, has cameos from Grant Morrison, the comic book writer, and Bokeem Woodbine. So that's that's pretty much it. All right. So let's move into our final segment. What's on our radar this week? Aaron, what's on our radar this week? Your radar. Our yeah. radar. Sure. Um, I've been listening to the Daily Zeitgeist a bunch. That's a um, like a news roundup, but by like comedians and kind of funny people. Uh, so it's not super serious. And they do. That's where um, I have adopted the uh, the phrase sex crims and uh, men Mengazi from that show because it's fucking hilarious. Mengazi is the perfect explanation uh, or just summary of of the whole. Uh, hey, thing. exactly. Yeah, I like calling it Mengazi. I very much, <laughs> I find it fun. Um, and then, like, they, they do, uh, like, Bloyd Watch and stuff on Fridays because it, people watch or always, like, look at uh, the tabloids and stuff. And because apparently almost all of them are owned by a dude who's super in in uh, in cahoots with Trump. That I didn't know. So, yeah. Which, uh, which guy? And, uh, the I forget his name, but he owns all the tabloids. I forget his name, oh, but anyway, the uh, the guy who owns the National Enquirer, right? I don't know if it's in, uh, if it's that. Um, that's not really a tabloid. That's that's just insane. Well, I guess it is. I don't know. Whatever. But anyway, it's by uh, Jack O'Brien, who used to. Well, not it's, by, it's not by him. Um, but Jack O'Brien, and uh, he used to be uh, on the Cracked podcast, which I, I I enjoy a great deal. I haven't listened to it much recently, but I, I, I very much enjoy Daily Zeitgeist. So if you're looking for a news podcast, I would recommend that one because it's uh, an hour a day and they don't do uh, weekends. So it's pretty light by comparison. I mean, it's not like five minutes light, but it's fairly light. 
And then um, I've been playing a game called Slay the Spire, which is a very cool roguelite um, that's like a deck builder. It's really cool. Um, if you don't know if you don't know what any of that means, then uh, you know. Oh well. Don't don't bother. <laughs> no, it it's it's good. If deck builder is in like you start with a specific deck of really basic cards and then you get more cards to add to it later. Like, like socialism. Yeah, sure. Uh Cameron, you played Ascension. That's a deck builder. Yeah, I know. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I just want to. I just want to yeah. do this. Like that communist Bernie Sanders. He's a communist. You know, like what that word means. <laughs> I, I do know what that word means, but he's not. I know it's. I've I've had people say that to my face, and I laugh at them because they clearly don't know how words work. <laughs> he's very left, and I get that you don't like him. He is not a communist. <laughs> That's he's just not what that word means. Um, the words have a meaning, friend. Um, anyway, that's off topic. But yeah, Slay the Spire's dope. Friend McHavington. What? Friend McHavington. Yes, precisely. Um, yeah, that's what's on my radar. Uh, well, I've got two things. There's a, one is a podcast called The Polybius Conspiracy. Have you heard of it? Oh, I've heard. I have heard of that. I watched. Um, there's this guy, Super Bunny Hop, that did a video on it. Yeah, you can. I think it's, uh, it's not Radio Lab. It's uh, Radiotopia. There, I forget which podcast stream it's in, but if you just Google Polybius Conspiracy, it's only like seven half-hour episodes, and it's all about this. It's like this investigative thing with different people who lived in like the Pacific Northwest, and they all remember this like arcade game yep. that used to be at like pizza places called the Polybius. Like the it was just Polybius called Polybius. Yeah. Yeah. And when they tried to find it or if it existed, they can never find it or when they would go back there after a certain time. That Xbox? So it's about all these like personal stories of like how they're like, did this actually exist? Where was it manufactured? It's really fascinating, especially because there's always like those things from your childhood where you can, you're, you're like, I swear that it was the Berenstein Bears was spelled that way and yeah. not the other way. Yeah. That whole crazy and kind of convincing alternate reality thing. Yeah. There's also... You know which um, one I'm talking about, right? Yeah, no, I know. I, know, I, I watched... Uh, okay. There's, there's an hour-long... Um, there's an hour-long YouTube video about Polybius uh, by... Uh, what's it called? Uh, Xbox Ahoy. He does a bunch of weird video game uh, retrospectives and and like how cultural things in video games are. It's he's he does interesting stuff, but he did a whole hour like documentary on Polybius. So if you have less time, do that also, or also in addition, because uh, that's a fucking weird. It's a very weird thing. The whole Polybius, the nonsense. So yeah, no, do that. Look into it. It's fucking bananas. Oh, and uh, the other thing is uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. It's good. Is it? Okay. Yes. I'm not much of a Star Trek-man, but I enjoy it. Well, you don't... I wasn't before either, but it's... It's fair. It's very different from the reboots, which were the only things that I really had exposure to. So, uh, yeah, you should uh, watch it, especially if you like Patrick Stewart. He's the main reason that I got into it, but... Pretty great. That's fair. Anyway, I mean, Patrick Stewart is is awesome. 
Oh yeah, he really brings like a commanding force and seriousness to the material that makes it, you know, a little bit like a more watchable. Yeah. And then you just get to like it a little bit more because like he's what gets you in the door and then the rest of it's like, you know, this is actually kind of great. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just working my way through the third season of that. So it's on Netflix and Amazon. So do that. Yeah, do that. So, Aaron, we've got to decide what we're going to do next time. Oh, boy. Would you like to do... Oh, God. The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Uh, is that even a bad movie? I've heard it. I've heard talk of it a lot. Um, the 2000 movie. A, yep. Not the 2014 apparently one. Oh no. The 2000 one. I remember oh, it coming out. Okay. I mean, sh- oh God. Yeah. It has a low score. Sure. Okay, what else would we do? Time. Sure. <laughs> Family comedy. Oh, God. Um, But we will have to do um, Bolero soon. Yes, we will. We will absolutely have to do Bolero soon. Because we got to get that Boderic kick going, man. We we got to keep going with that because it's great. It's it's wonderful. And get up uh, that Fantasies episode with Saving Christmas. Uh, Yeah, obviously. I'm going to edit that out because it'll be out by the time this one does. Duh. Oh, we need to get out that. Yes. Oh, I know what we need to do for next sequel September. Oh, God. Gremlins 2. The new batch. Is it that bad? Well, it's supposed to be just bizarre. And I haven't seen Gremlins, so it'd be perfect. I haven't seen any Gremlins either, no. Neither have I. I don't know. We'll see. Or, or, and, or, George of the Jungle 2 or Scooby-Doo 2. Oh, God. But I've seen both of the originals of those. That's fine. Okay. I mean, we try to do that, but at some point it's just like, what's an awful sequel that we can do? I mean, yeah. That is true. Anyway, so next time on the Catastrophe section, the adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Oh, boy, Winkle. Because everybody has been, you know, wondering what happened to that. Dying to see that. Yep. All right. Uh, So, yes. uh, Outro. What is it, Saw? It's Saw's. Oh. oh no! <laughs> Not that! <gasps> <laughs>